Welcome to the My Baby Craniosacral Podcast, where I share stories of the babies I've treated, tips for professionals and parents, and demystify this magical healing modality. I'm Megan Beams, your baby bodywork mentor, and I'm obsessed with all things birth, psychology, healing, and plain old being a human. Join me while I dig deep into craniosacral therapy. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss a thing. Hello and welcome to another episode of the My Baby Craniosacral podcast. I'm your host, Megan, and today I am talking about a question that someone asked me who is thinking of becoming a craniosacral therapist, and it was this, what if I can't feel anything? She was talking about the elusive craniosacral rhythm that can be felt anywhere throughout the body. She was concerned that she would take a craniosacral therapy course and wouldn't be able to feel it. She wouldn't be able to use what she had been shown in class. And I would like to say that I also had the very same concern going into my first training for craniosacral therapy. I'm actually looking at my handbook from my course that I took, and the first question is, what do you want to learn? And my answer was, to feel the craniosacral rhythm. And then a few questions down, it is, what are you sure you cannot feel? And my answer was, the craniosacral rhythm. (laughs) So I want to say that it is possible to learn. And just like anything else, it takes a lot of practice. Now, craniosacral therapy is a long word, and it can be quite intimidating for parents, especially when it's their first time hearing about it and when it's to be used on their baby. But it's actually in the subtleties of this technique that craniosacral is so effective. It's in the slowness of the practice and the quietness that you really truly start to understand the craniosacral rhythm. So we have to be telling these parents that it is not scary. Craniosacral is incredibly relaxing. A lot of times the babies that I see become so zen-like and mushy (laughs) that they just... Like yesterday, I had someone put their baby into the car seat and go, oh, he always screams when he goes into the car seat. And he was just sitting there very content after his 45-minute session. So it's actually really gentle and, and very soothing for these babies. But for the practitioners who are learning it, it's also intimidating because it seems so, as I said, elusive. For practitioners who are starting out, it's really important to let the parents know that they're just treating the tissues. They're not cracking bones or joints. What they're doing is releasing tissues throughout the body that have become tight. And what they're doing will be nothing like the pressure that the baby experienced coming through the pelvic bones of that parent. It will be a thousand times less than the pressure that that person put on their own baby's body. And again, it is not fear-mongering. It is to help put a perspective on, on what it is that we're doing. We can make great improvements in a baby's body. 
just by using really gentle touch. And a lot of times it looks like, for me, parents say that it looks like I'm just holding their baby and looking deeply into their eyes and appreciating just how cute they are, which yes, it's very true, but I'm also really quiet and I'm observing and I'm not worrying where my hands are exactly. I'm just letting the baby tell me where it is in their body that I need to go. And then I just tell parents that they won't see what I'm doing. I will be making micro movements. I will be doing things that only the baby can feel. But what these parents will be able to see is the baby reacting to these micro movements that I'm doing. What will happen is the baby will shift. They'll show signs of release. So maybe they will yawn or they'll spit up, which is a sign of release, or they will poop or toot or burp or cry. That is also a sign of a release. And so I'm telling the parents that they will see the effects of what I'm doing, but they won't see what it is I'm doing. And it's pretty slow and it can actually become pretty boring for parents uh, every once in a while. And this is not a shame thing. They will actually go on their phones because they're just bored of watching me look at their baby. <laughs> they're like, okay, when's it going to start? I remember being at someone's house and that I was so happy I got to go there on the second day of this baby's life out of the womb. And I was there probably for about half an hour and the dad came in and was like, so um, when's the treatment going to start? And I was like, I've been treating for half an hour. <laughs> and he was like, what? I thought you were just holding the baby. And I was like, yeah, I know. It's, I'm going to continue to just hold your baby and they will be different after. So it's pretty magical. And, uh, and yeah, it can be pretty scary for the people who are learning because it seems like you have to do magic or you have to have some special powers. But truly, it's just about being quiet and allowing the body to tell you things. So the practitioner also has to be trusting in themselves that that body or that spirit of the baby is telling them where to go. They have to be open to it. Um, and if not, they could also go with an anatomical structure and what's beneath their fingers and, you know, being able to feel the subtle release of a tissue and, and those kinds of things. But there's also kind of the, the openness to, to allowing spirit to come through. So it does take a little while for practitioners to feel those subtleties. You will have to see many babies and feel the changes and listen to the parents describe the changes in their baby because those symptoms that the baby was presenting at the first session will not be the same when they come back. Even if you're just starting out, even if you've been doing this for six weeks, <laughs> you will have parents coming back to you being like, oh, this is great. They're so much better. And you'll think to yourself, I have no idea what I did. And that's okay. That's truly okay. There are schools out there, craniosacral schools, that tell you, you are not supposed to know exactly what it is that you're doing. It is your hands, and your hands are smarter than your head. 
your head will be analyzing, thinking, okay, do I need to go here and here and here and here and here? And what am I doing it right? Is this right? Is this too hard? Is this enough pressure? Is that too much pressure? But truly, if you just let your hands be and try to stop overthinking it, the technique will just flow. (laughs) And you will do amazing and beautiful things. And these parents who were concerned at the beginning will not be concerned or as concerned at the end because their babies will be so zen. (laughs) And they'll actually ask you to come over to their house at 2 a.m. to repeat what you have just done (laughs) because they won't be able to do it. And their baby has never slept so deeply. If you've been thinking about becoming a craniosacral therapist for babies, well, let me tell you something. Starting this April 2021, I will be launching my Intro to Infant Craniosacral program here in Toronto, Ontario, which is a four-day online program with a five-day in-person treating babies and adults program where you can learn everything you need to know in order to start using CST right away in your very own practice. To learn more, go to beamscst.com. That's beams, B-E-A-M-E-S-C-S-T.com, where you can find out more about this amazing program. Feel free to book a call with me to learn more about it and to ask any questions to see if this program is right for you. My website will be linked in the show notes below. I hope you have a great day and take care.